Is your savings just sitting there? Well, put it to work. A premium online savings account from PenFed earns way more than the national average, so you can get your savings working on earning you a vacation, or a new kitchen, or that fancy exercise mirror. Apply at PenFed.org savings. Premium online savings account holders must agree to electronic delivery of account opening disclosures and monthly statements. $5 minimum required to open account. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed, insured by NCUA. PenFed's got great rates for everyone. Hello, beautiful souls, and welcome back to Fear It Goes. We are in part two of Tom Berendrat, and I am so excited to share the second part because there is so much insight that should really motivate and inspire you. So enjoy episode three, part two of Tom Berendrat. Welcome to Fear It Goes, the podcast all about taking your fears with you and doing it anyway. I'm your host, Brandi Taylor. Great. Because bone marrow, I didn't know that you could actually very much like an organ transplant with bone marrow. Your oh, it's, 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 it's not like, an, uh, yeah, they, they can reject it, but it's not like they will take somebody's bone marrow and place it in my body. It's not like an operation. Right. So what they do is they kill my bone marrow by just shit on the chemo. And in my, uh, my uh, case, they also did radiation, which they normally don't do for, I mean, leukemia. Like radiation is usually used for cancers that are just in, in one spot, like breast right. cancer or, or, you know, testicle cancer. Two, I didn't have four. I had like, I had six gray. Uh, of radiation, which is like three times as much as, as most uh, patients would get. And I had it twice from the front, twice from the back. And if you radiate it everywhere, I mean, everything's going to die. So they told me I would never play sports again because it would have such an impact on my heart and on my lungs and on my blah, 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 blah. And, you know, all that stuff. Cause, uh, and I also have like, I have like six tattoos now on my body. So they're like little dots, but they're actual tattoos. Like you can't get them off. Um, like tattoos, they're oh, like tattoo. little, okay. yeah, they're like little dots. Um, cause that, those were the spots they had to put the machine on to radiate. Oh. Uh, so if you, if you ever see somebody walking around with two little blue dots on his chest and four on his back, it's not a good sign. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. So now you know that. Um, so I had to you know, do the radiation and also chemo. I had like two days of the worst chemo then I had a day off, which was just a day of puking. And then I had a day of well, the radiation in the morning and then uh, front and back. And then the next day, again, the same radiation, front and back. And then I have my stem cell transplant. But from all that treatment, you're going to die because that was so much that it will kill your bone marrow. So my bone marrow died. Uh, but if your bone marrow is dead, you don't produce any blood anymore. So, um, so, so you know, pumping. <laughs> so, right. So the, 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 the bone marrow died, so I don't produce any blood. I still had the blood that was produced before my transplant, uh, but it only stays in your body for, you know, I don't know exactly how long, but if the stem cell transplant doesn't work, you will die because you don't have a bone marrow anymore right, or it, it's, it's not, it doesn't work. Right. Nothing's being renewed. 
Right. So um, what they do then, then they, they get stem cells from somebody else, from a donor, just a, yeah. just a healthy person. And stem cells are found in, in your blood, actually. And by, in, by giving me the stem cells when my bone marrow died, the stem cells will find their way in my body and they will start producing a new bone marrow. Right. And that's how that works. But producing that bone marrow takes a year at least before it's back to, uh, you know, fully normal. And obviously, like you said, your body can reject them and the other way around. The, 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 the stem cells can also see that they're not in the right body. Right. So um, that's a really big risk you're taking. Because um, when that happens, they, when the rejection happens, we call it a disease called Groff versus host, mm-hmm. which is very deadly and can be acute or, or even chronic. Um, and in uh, my case, I obviously did get it. Um, on one side, they do want to see it because then they know the stem cells are working, but not too severe. So um, if it's like most people get it like on the skin and like weird, weird, weird stuff on their skin. And it usually goes away with like steroid cream and stuff like that. And I had that too, but, but pretty bad on my hand. Uh, my hand was like on fire. It was like it was, it was fully red and I couldn't like, I could not do anything with it. So they treated that with steroid cream. Uh, went away uh, while I was also like on, on 30 other drugs because after transplant you're like on so many drugs like it's, it's ridiculous but um, I, I would take more pills than, than the average rapper here in the US uh, so, <laughs> so uh, and then after they treated the hand it, it, it went to my stomach because I couldn't swallow my pills anymore I would, I would you know puke uh, every time I would take my pills, and then they did like a like a like a uh, like a stomach biopsy, they call it, and they look in your stomach. They're like, all right, it's Groffer's host stomach, which is a really uh, serious case because most you know most of the time you don't survive that. And it was either you know die or go on steroids again, which I absolutely hate. And those are not the steroids that make your muscles grow. They, that's no. not the, no, those are not the ones. If they if that was the case, I would have thought about it, but. Uh, <laughs> Like but I can that, take it. <laughs> right. Yeah. I, I was, those were not the ones. Those were, uh, what's called prednisone, which is like, oh, it's a, it's the worst thing I've ever had. And a normal dose or like a normal dose would be 30 milligrams. And most people will go already nuts with that. Right. Um, and I had 200 uh, a day. And how long so, were you taking that? Like half a year. Cause prolonged use of prednisone. Um, actually I had a friend who's, uh, both his knees blew from prednisone use. He was on it for a year. Yeah. And yeah. Both knees went and then, yeah. yeah, it was horrible. Prednisone's um, good in small doses for short periods of time, works very effectively for a long yep. period of time. Very dangerous. So yes. six months. Oh my God. Right. Yeah. Oh yeah. Six months on like a immensely high dose, but I mean, I wasn't a two milligram for like the first month. Then I started going down, down. and down. Uh, but it's like, you know, prednisone is the only, like medication or steroid that they can use to reproduce, um, uh, you know, a function of your body. Um, so that, that, that function in your body has to, and then that shuts down once you start using the prednisone. So you got to go down really slowly yeah. in doses. Otherwise your body doesn't realize it has to start producing itself again. Right. Um, and that's, that, that's tricky. So, uh, but luckily that, that went well, but I looked like a Oompa Loompa. Like my face was like really, really big. 
uh, from all the you know all the fluids I was holding, um, and I was all on the on the on the medication for a really really long time, um, but you know I started feeling better and better whilst I got off off more medication. Um, in the beginning, I had to go back to the hospital like I don't know four or five times a week. Like I might as well just just stayed there. Um, but and I was I was I was I think I was admitted back to the hospital several times because you know stuff. Um, but I started working out again. I think after like already after like two months or something, I, I could barely walk even. I don't think I, really, I think it was even less. It was in like four weeks maybe after my transplant. I, I was only. Normally, people are in the hospital for about at least, you know, six weeks if they have a stem cell transplant. Six to eight, yeah. Yeah, at least. I was in the hospital for not even three. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. an anomaly. Right. So, I, uh, that's what I already, no, not, yeah, not even three, three. Actually, it was the, it was a week of, of, um, of uh, you know, of, uh, of treatments. And then was the transplant, and I left two weeks after my transplant. So it was actually two weeks after my transplant that I already got to leave, which was really early. I got back really soon again because of all my, uh, all my, uh, my problems with the Groffer's host, but I did leave after two weeks, which is a record, they said. So that's, uh, I'll take that. <laughs> You're like, man. Uh, right, yeah. <laughs> I won. Right, right. Um, so, and then, you know, I started working out really, really early again. I mean, I couldn't even walk. Like, my, my buddies had to carry me into the gym and put me on a bike and they, they almost had to move my legs. So I would actually do something. Um, but that's kind of how we started working out, uh, again from, uh, had muscles atrophied it like, because you're in and out of constant treatment, you're not really mobile. You're certainly not working out. Oh, I I had no muscles left. I, uh, I, uh, but that, that was really quickly. I didn't even mention that. I went from, I think I weighed about 200 pounds. And I'm Probably. six, I'm six, six, one, six, two. So, okay. um, I mean, I'm tall, but not, not really tall. So I was, I was really, really muscular. Um, and, uh, I think I lost all of that muscle within a couple of weeks. I think I went from 200 to about 150, <laughs> 140, <laughs> something like that. So it was all, all the muscle was gone really quickly. Lost at least like 60 pounds of muscle. Um, that was, that went really quickly. So, um, that was not, not a good deal. Um, uh, and yeah, so I lost all of that muscle and I had to, you know, work, work my way all, all the way back up. Um, but do, do all, do all through the prednisone and all, all the medication. I couldn't really build any muscle up because prednisone, basically everything you build up kills it again. So, um, but yeah, once I got off the prednisone, which was like five or six months later, and off more uh, like medication, I started working out more and more and more. And I actually already moved back to the U.S. in November, which was like seven months after my transplant, which is ridiculous because they they normally say the first year you can't even leave the country, and I I already been on vacation and all kinds of stuff. <laughs> um, and um, you know you, you will never get back to your old level take at least two years to even, you know, start working part-time again or uh, all, all kinds of like stupid stuff they said. I'm not sure what they all told me, but that's kind of what they all told me. And I just left in October. I went to the U.S. I told my doctor, you know, uh, end of October, I left. I'm like, guys, I'm going to 
go over there and see what I can do there. Um, so obviously I was still going back into the hospital to, you know, check and do checkups, regular checkups, like every two weeks or whatever. Um, and that's when I started working out more and more. I went to the U.S. with a buddy of mine, rented out an apartment in Minneapolis. Um, and we uh, uh, started training like full time, like every single day. Um, and that went really, really well. And then actually already um, November 29th, I already got back on the ice, um, wow. like on my skates. So it was, it was not the best session I've ever had, but... <laughs> What do you I was, do yours off isn't the best session you've had. <laughs> right. I know. So that's uh, that's so it's not, not a great session, but I did pretty well. I, I caught some bucks, um, but uh, you could definitely tell I, uh, I've been out of the relation for uh, quite some time. Um, and it was especially just, I would say my muscles came back pretty quickly because I'm always really good in what I, at what I eat. I'm very good at nutrition and stuff like that, mm-hmm. um, which the hospitals should take a look at because they suck at that. But, yes, they do. Uh, yeah, but um, uh, and obviously I have muscle memory because yeah. you know I my 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 body already knew how to train, how to you know uh, build up muscle, so that really helped as well. So my muscles came back pretty quickly, actually. Um, I mean, it took a couple months, but I got back to my old muscle mass faster than I got back to my old condition. <laughs> so. Um, which was not, not strange. Um, but you know, I, I went on the ice in November once and then I was like, all right, it was fun, but it makes no sense for me to go on the ice right now again, cause I have to get in better condition. And it wasn't weird because my blood levels weren't nor- normal yet. Right. It took a year. Right. So it wasn't until like March of this year that they said, you know, your blood levels are almost, or, or kind of back to what they were um and that's when i really was like all right now now i gotta start training like full time again for for hockey and stuff um so that's what i did starting march i started training full time again um with like top players so started working out at a high performance gym so training with uh, uh some nhl guys i know um so you just did dry land training yes yeah yeah, yeah to get my conditioning back up. And then I also started skating with those guys, all, uh, all pro hockey guys. And that's what I've been doing since, since March. Um, have you had your levels tested since? Yeah, they're, they're normal now. They're Perfect. just, yeah, just what they, they were. Um, and I've been still, I was still on medication at the time. Uh, but that was just medication to make sure I wouldn't get any weird like sickness or whatever. Cause also, from a stem cell or bone marrow transplant, you will lose your um, your 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 shots you get as a kid. Um, um, so I had to be on medication to make sure I wouldn't get those diseases. But I actually got there were three rounds of shots, so I got them throughout the last three months. Um, I finally got those again, um, and now I now I'm off of all the medication, so I, I don't have any medication left. Uh, and now I'm back in the U.S. and uh, starting training again tomorrow and then end of this month i'll have do tryouts and uh, sign with the team again probably and play again next season that's incredible you have such yeah. an incredible story yeah <laughs> I, I still try and wrap my head around the those worst days because there were many of them and i i don't know it was just kind of reminding me of i had a car accident years ago it was a long time ago um but it was bad 
it was bad enough that it kept me off work for a long time. And I remember going doctor's appointment, doctor's appointment, doctor's appointment, and you're constantly reliving it. And for you, you were living it the whole time. It wasn't reliving, it was living it. So there's very often what happens is people go into this mental state of victimhood, you know, because you become the victim of the Right. Oh, yeah. How oh, yeah. I stay out of that. I've seen a lot of people that go and play victim and, and I, they, they, that's, I'm just not about that. Like, uh, I don't think you're a victim in any way or shape. It's just Less bad luck. Of one. Right. Yeah. You just, you just act like one. You're, you just had a, bad, a lot of bad luck. And, and uh, I mean, when you get cancer, it's mostly bad luck. Right. Um, and you either deal with it or, or you become a victim. And um, I, I have no time for people that play victim. Um, I know a bunch of them because I meet a lot of people obviously in the hospital that stick to, you know, that cancer story. And I, I don't want to be known for having had cancer. I, I want to be known, you know, for, it was a phase in my life, obviously, but I went through it and now I'm doing great stuff again, helping other people. But there's people that really stay in that yeah. mindset, I mean, and they, they're the only thing they, they talk about all day is cancer, this cancer, that cancer, blah, blah, blah. They're living it. And yeah, they're living it. It's, it takes over their life. Um, and that's something I've never, never allowed to happen. So what, um, did, what did you do yeah. in those moments? Did you like, cause you talked about, um, it's a mindset. I totally agree. I think it's a hundred percent mindset. We are victims or victors in our life right. and we choose it. Right. So, um, but there's definitely moments that it's really, it's difficult to choose the victor over the victim sometimes. So what did you do? Like, did you just read a lot? Did you listen to things? Like what, what was your, what kept you out of it? Cause honestly, it's, your story is remarkable. <laughs> right. Well, that's, that's a funny thing. You know, the guy that inspired me most has nothing to do with like cancer or, yeah. or, or, or whatever, or anything in that direction it's actually it's a it's a it's a it's a it's a cook from, from the uk his name is gordon ramsay i know um yeah you probably know him um i i uh i just i watched his shows i think i watched every single episode he's ever made um, so you're a good cook uh, no no i'm i'm the, the shit i'm a shit cook that i don't i don't even care about the cooking i just loved his mentality like he does not cook corners and he does not um uh, you know, he, 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 he takes responsibility for whatever he does. Uh, and he'll tell you as it is like he yeah. has, he doesn't sugarcoat know. things. He's not, no, he's absolutely not. not. Yeah. Right. And that really, you know, that, that's kind of how I am as well. So that, you know, watching that guy all day, um, uh, that really helped me as well. And that was also my wish to actually meet the guy for make wish, but Obviously, at the time, I had no clue if, if that was actually going to happen. I only had like two days, and they, you know, yeah. that, was, that was a tough situation back then. But I'll, I'll still, uh, I'll go meet him now sometime. Um, but that was kind of the guy that I've been watching like all the time, and I still do sometimes. I don't like cooking at all. Like I hate cooking, <laughs> but but I can't. I, I'm the worst. I'm the worst cook in the world. I have a, I'll have a good protein shake. That's what I like. But <laughs> no, for me, no cooking is. I like good food. Don't get me wrong, but I like it when people prepare it for me, not I when that. I have to do it myself. I, I can make eggs, and that's, I mean, that's pushing the limit. <laughs> You're like, I could boil water like no one right. else. <laughs> right, yeah, I'm really good at that. So, yeah, I, I stay away from, uh, from cooking. 
but I just liked his mentality. That's uh, that that's what I take what I took away from him and, and some other guys. But he, I would say he was kind of the key factor that you know really really helped me get through the bad days. And it's it's he's hilarious as well. So yeah, it is interesting <laughs> where we get our influences from. Right. <laughs> and there is something to be said about um, the five people you surround yourself with. Right. Um, whether they inspire you, drive you, push you, stretch you, help you, or whether they drag you, pull you, drama you. I don't know. Right. Yeah. I, that, I was funny. I actually posted about that on my Instagram, like I think it was two days ago or something like that, about the, the five people that you surround yourself with is the five people that you'll be the average of or that, that you'll reflect yourself with yes. uh, the most. That's what I tell people all the time. Um, the five people that you hang around with the most are going to be, you're going to be the average of those five people. That's what I tell people all the time. And that's what I find really, really important. So I'm also really careful in, in picking friends and, uh, and stuff like that. And I'll either like you or I don't like you, but then I'll just don't talk to you. Um, <laughs> I'm I'm really easy when it comes to that, especially going having to go through something like that. I mean, I was always surrounded by a lot, a lot of people because I mean, I was played on the national team. I played right. pro hockey. I did this, I did that. Superficial, um, right? So everybody was like, you know, hanging around. And then when I got sick, you know, all of a sudden there weren't that many people anymore. Um, you know, um, that that really taught me who are. My, my real friends, and now I'm back again. I noticed that all those people are trying to get back into my life, but yeah. I, I sh- I've shut them down, all, all of them. You're just like, um, I have no time for this. No, I, I, and actually, I really don't. <laughs> no, because you see the value of what life brings. Right. Because you've come out the other side of potentially not having one. Right, yeah, and, right. Right, and, and I, honestly, I don't think if you live to 100 or if you live to tomorrow, there's no time. No, I have no time. I but I don't live like uh, I don't plan too much forward. I just do whatever I'm I'm doing right now, and I focus on the stuff I want to be doing right now. Because I mean, I back then I had no clue that something like this could happen, but it all got taken away like out of nowhere. Right. Um, and now I just every day I I do wake up and I'm healthy. I, I enjoy like weather today in Minnesota. It's like shitty weather. It's like raining and stuff. Like back then. I would be, you know, really annoyed by the weather or something like that. And I'm just like, you know, I, don't, I really don't care. Like, I don't have any bad days anymore. <laughs> because <laughs> no day is as bad as those. <laughs> right. Yeah. If, if I think I have one, I just look up a picture of about a year ago. I'm like, oh, it's actually a pretty good day. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's all perspective. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and it is. <laughs> life is perspective, though. It's the way yeah. we look at it through whatever lens we choose to look at it through. And your lens is very clear these days and you see the experience for what it is instead, right. instead of jaded or shaded through something else. Right. And that, I mean, that, that makes it a little difficult sometimes because especially talking to people my age, this is something like I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm so much <laughs> older than them mentally, like not physically, yeah. but just mentally and that's just really frustrating sometimes but you know i i find the people that do uh understand it and i uh, hang around with those guys that's what i do (laughs) i'm a big believer that age is a state of mind and you are young or old in your head and bodies are just their bodies hopefully we take good care of them because they're important and they function yeah right yeah 
right? We need them. Um, yeah. But our mind is, I think, extremely powerful and, and it's, it determines our age. Yes, absolutely. And I, uh, I totally agree with that. Yes, you are much wiser than your physiological age. Yes, yes, that's what, uh, what a lot of people tell me. And I was already, most of the time, I was, before I even got sick, I was already mentally a lot far, farther than a lot of people. But after this, like, it it's just, you. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's a, it's a whole other level. It's interesting, when I first um, came across you, I had no idea your age. And when I first spoke to you and you said I was, I'm 19, I just about, I was driving the car and I just about crashed. Right. Yeah, don't, cra- like, don't crash again. No <laughs> crash, no crash. <laughs> no crashing. No, but it was really surprising. Yes. Yeah, that's uh, a lot of people tell me that. But I mean, physically, I don't look 19 either. Like people, when they see me, they guess I'm like, oh, it's 25. I'm like, no, 19. <laughs> like, what? I'm like, yeah. Because you train hard. Yes, right. You train hard mentally and physically. You right, even even same. even right. Uh, I guess I'm even stronger mentally right now than, than physically. I mean, I'm, I'm I will never get to my mental level, like at, like at my physical level as high as my mental level. I mean, that's just it's not achievable. <laughs> I would agree. Yeah. In your case, for sure, I would agree. <laughs> right. <laughs> even at top, top fitness level, I don't think you'll ever surpass it. No, absolutely not. Absolutely not. Okay, so if there was something that you wanted to tell people about kind of how to take a fear with you and deal with it, what would you say? Well, for me, it's, it's really funny because I, uh, I, um, I, I train at a gym now that really reminds me of my own mindset. Um, it's a gym here in Minnesota. It's, just a, it's, a, it's, a, it's an athlete's gym, an elite gym, and, and the words stay literally on the wall, you know, commit, overcome, and conquer. And those are really the words that kind of like define me. And the owner is a, a great buddy of mine. That's where I work out every single day. Um, and you know, that really reflects with how I went through the situation. Obviously hearing something like that, it's, it's a terrible, terrible thing to hear. Um, but for me, you know, I, I overcame or I, I committed to, you know, staying mentally healthy and just keep doing what I was doing and believing in myself um, and, you know, conquering the situation and then overcoming and driving through, through all the adversity that I had to go through, um, especially mentally. Cause I mean, physically it's, it's, it's really shitty. Don't get me wrong. I mean, you, you, I felt like absolute shit. Like, I couldn't oh, do anything. Like you were dying. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Right. It's like that. I'm like, <laughs> felt but, like I was dying. Oh. Right. Yeah. Right. So, but if you, if you're, if you're mentally strong, I mean, you can get, um, through basically anything. And that, that's always been my strongest point. I mean, I was strong physically, don't get me wrong, but you, they can take that away. They can take the mental part away. Stay mentally strong. Yep. 
give yourself inspiration from wherever you can. <laughs> Whoever inspires you. My, my case was Gordon Ramsay. I mean, I, I've never even watched the little guy, but uh, right. I love that he was your inspiration. But, yeah. but it's funny when you actually describe him, it seems fitting. Yeah. Because he's a no nonsense. Just look at it for what it is. Because again, it boils down to pers- perspective and perception. And you were in a really shitty experience, but we make it worse or better depending on how we look at it. So it's the same when he's in a kitchen. He just sees it for what it is. This, this is being cooked. It's cooked right. It's cooked wrong. It's black. It's white. It's just this. We are the ones who make it good or bad or difficult or easy. Right. Yeah. That's, that's how I looked at it. Like he had nothing to do with my situation, just looking at what he does in cooking wise and stuff. But the way he, he, he does things that really attracted me and really adapt, you know, looked like my situation. So that's, uh, that's kind of why I really picked him as well. That's incredible. Okay. Yeah. So who, who inspires you today? Cause you said you don't watch him very much anymore. So he was no. appropriate <laughs> for the time. Right. I mean, I I'll, st- I'll still watch him when I'm like bored and stuff. I'm like, <laughs> Oh yeah, that, and there he is. I'll, I'll still, I'll still, uh, watch a guy, uh, a guy like him. Um, Oh, as of right now, who would inspire me, inspire me right now? It's a great question. Uh, I feel like I inspire a lot of other people now. You do? Uh, so, yeah, that's kind of what, what I'm doing right now, helping other people. So I'm not, I would say I'm really focused on what other people do. I mean, I have a lot of role models around me um, in different kind of areas, whether it's business, uh, whether it's hockey, whether, whether it's just life or whatever. There's people that I definitely look up to. Um, but I take away, you know, I take away a couple things of every single person that I come across that inspire me mm-hmm. and, you know, take away the best things or the things that I like about them and then, you know, make it like kind of like my own style. I shape it into, um, to myself. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's kind of what I do and how I'll do that. Um, I help other people, you know, get inspired as well. Cause I mean, I do a lot for like the Dutch cancer society and, and uh, matches with like the, the stem cell donor bank and other, other organizations in the Netherlands. Um, so I like doing that as well. Actually, we didn't talk about this at all. And, and we should, um, you speak a lot. <laughs> we were talking yes. about you being on a plane all the time. Yes. I'm assuming you're speaking about your experience. Yeah. What do you speak? Yeah. About? I've done, you know, events obviously for, for our, uh, uh, you know, for, for all the societies in the Netherlands. Um, but it also, I, I didn't really talk about this because I wanted to focus on, you know, the cancer part. Yeah. But in November, actually, you know, I started, um, you know, being an entrepreneur and I went into, you know, the health, health and wellness industry. Um, and I'm a big believer in, you know, taking care of your body, obviously, because yeah. after seeing what I had to go through, um, y- you know, I, I, I really know what it's like to not be healthy. Um, and obviously, I respect all the doctors and everything they do. But they help you when you're already, you're already sick, right? Um, which is great. But I'm really more a guy that likes prevention, so not get yeah. sick at all. Um, <laughs> it's a good so, way to be. Right. So that's kind of why I went into that industry. Uh, and I partnered with a company from the U.S. Uh, that was opening the markets like right when I decided to join in, in Europe. Um, so I was one of the first you know, to partner with them. Um, and obviously with my story, I've been able to inspire many, many people yeah. and also help a lot of people, you know, with their health, 
which I find really, really important. And that's why, you know, they fly me all over the place to, to speak uh, at all these conventions. And mostly my part is, I mean, obviously we talk about the products the company has to offer uh, and then we'll, other stuff or success stories and blah, blah, blah. And most of the time I'm the one guy that shares the story. So that's why they take me everywhere. They want somebody to talk about, you know, a success story. That's a, a nice, I talk about, you know, my experience with cancer, how I went through it, how, how I beat it. It's more like a motivational speech, I would say. Right. But okay. So, um, it, so actually that leads me to question. So did you start taking this product well, like after the stem cell? No, I was already using it before. Okay. So you started using it before you even found out you had leukemia? Yeah. Yeah. It was like five years, probably four or five years. So yeah, I was already really, really familiar with, with the product. And, but I also, I can't really speak about it officially during my presentations. Yep. I also used it, uh, you know, dur- during my treatment because in, in, in like hospitals, they, they give you stuff like that's, that's not okay. That's what, whatever is in there. That's, that's not going to make you any better. I mean, it's, it's the worst of the worst. Um, so I always brought in stuff that I did believe in. Um, and I can obviously, I can never claim anything about that. It helped right. me or blah, blah, blah. So I, I right. can't really talk about that, but I do, I can, I, what I do can say is that it, you know, gave me the right nutrition at the time and it made me feel better. And then after, uh, my, my treatment, I got back all the way up to my old level. Right. And, um, that's really unique because the uh, doctors said they've never seen that before. And obviously it's not because it's a product. It's like, it's not some right. miracle thing, but right. I've always believed that, you know, nutrition is at least half of, half of your success, whether you're an athlete or just whatever you do, you need good nutrition in your life. Oh, I and think it's more than half. <laughs> yeah. It's probably more than half, probably way more, but you know, um, and that, that's just really, really important for whatever you want to do. Um, so, and obviously I have, you know, muscle memory and I work out a lot, but like I said, if your nutrition is on point, you, you've done most of the work already. And right. a lot of people always tell, you know, how do you get so ripped or how do you get a six pack or you know, how do you get a shape? Like, you know, I, I do my, I do my work in the kitchen. Or with yeah. my nutrition, it's not about the gym shake. all the time, <laughs> right? Yeah, with my shake most <laughs> with of the my time, <laughs> right? My blender—that's that's where the magic happens, right? Yeah, that's that's what that's what I do, and that's what I tell people. And I'm like, oh, really? I'm like, yeah. <laughs> so I figured, you know, might as well make your uh, make your shit your hit. So that's yeah. kind of what I did. Yeah. That's really interesting. I didn't know you were taking it all the way through, and it makes sense. Like. Um, antioxidants in the body and especially at the time when you're fighting off every last thing and you've got no immune system would be crucial right yeah that's that's extremely important and especially i mean what what, when i see what they what they give patients nowadays and in in hospitals like i I don't understand a sandwich these days i do i don't understand the people sandwich i'm like no (laughs) there's like so so many better options than that i know it's i mean they 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 give you so much like stuff where there's so many fat in there and like all kinds of bad stuff like oh it's it's ridiculous like i it makes me feel really bad every time i think about it again like makes me almost puke again You're like, I want to reform the hospitals. I mean, if, if I wish, if I could do that, that, that would be great. I mean, I'm, I'm actually talking to hospitals in the Netherlands, but I mean, that's a long process. I can already tell you that. Yeah. Um, that could it, be it, your business, Tom. Right. Yeah. I mean, that's business. <laughs> I know. I know. Um, 
But I mean, that's just uh, that's a really, really long process. I'm, I'm, I'm talking to him, but it takes time. Um, and it and, takes but, research. Yes, but the research is already done by the company for me. I only have to make sure that people use it. So um, interestingly yeah. enough, um, there is research right now. So I'm in Calgary, and um, there is research being done at the university here around chemo and the ketogenic diet. So, oh, yeah. And how much more effective the chemo is when you're in ketosis. Mm-hmm. It's actually fascinating. And they're, they're finding that it works better for certain cancers than other cancers, but it's very, very efficient ah. as a um, form of nutrition. Really? And there's a, there's a very big misconception around um, ketosis and the ketogenic diet. People just assume it means you eat bacon all the time. I, and I, right. <laughs> I've been keto for a, just about a year. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's a lot of vegetables and a lot of green and I'll, and I eat green in every meal, including breakfast, um, something that's green, but it's, it's a lot of nutrient dense food yep. right. and then yeah. you add fats. And that's just really, instead of sugar right. or, or garbagey carbs, you're taking it from a fat. So right. it's a fuel yeah. source, right? Definitely. That, 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 that's kind of what I do too. A lot of nutrient dense stuff, but I, I, Combine it usually in a, in a, in a shake because what I have, you know, I, I also eat normal food obviously, but I do replace like my my breakfast with a shake because what I've noticed with like you know um, trying to put all the nutrients in there that you can put in a shake into an actual meal, yeah, it's it's almost impossible. Like you would have <laughs> to start food. <laughs> I know you you would have to like start meal prepping and stuff. I'm not I'm not a bodybuilder, so I don't have time to do that. And then also. I'm not sure what it's like here, but in the Netherlands, there was also research recently that to take a look at like the vegetables and like fruits um, right now and what they actually provide you, yep. what's in there compared to like, let's say 10 or 20 years ago, it's not even close to what it was. It's incredible, isn't it? It's rather disgusting what's happened to our food system. <laughs> right. Yeah. So it's just like, I'm like, you know, this is, this is ridiculous. So I can, I, and it's getting more expensive and more expensive. At yeah. least in the Netherlands, it is. It's getting healthier is getting more and more expensive and less convenient. Absolutely. So, and that's why I kind of find, was like, you know, I might as well find a way where it's more convenient and it's getting cheaper. So that's kind of why I jumped into that business. <laughs> that's interesting. Um, do you eat many, like, I love microgreens. I love them. They're so good. And they typically, restaurants use these to kind of garnish with. But mm-hmm. um, a microgreen is massively dense in nutrients and they're so small so you would never think that this tiny little thing that looks like a sprout is basically like eating a head of broccoli (laughs) you know and you're getting it from this tiny little thing but yeah microgreens are amazing people should eat a lot more of those and that's where you'll get really really dense nutrients in something very small so it would help I'm just saying. Yeah, yeah definitely. That would, that, would be a, that would be a key to success. That's a hack. Right. Yeah. <laughs> it's a food hack. <laughs> right. Yeah. Um, Tom, I really have loved our conversation and I can't say thank you enough for this interview. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Well, thanks for having me. It was, uh, it was great talking to you. And I hope a lot of people get inspired by the, by the story. I can't imagine that they couldn't and wouldn't be. So right. <laughs> um, please keep going out and talking because you're an amazing speaker too. Oh, and I look absolutely. forward to seeing you. you on TV. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
Yeah, if you if you if you have Euro channels, you would have already seen me. But <laughs> yeah, no Euro channel. <laughs> right? No, too bad. <laughs> <laughs> Soon enough, Tom, you'll be you'll be out there on the American channels. It'll be good. Thank you so much for listening to Fear It Goes. Next week, Tom is returning for a follow up. I couldn't resist. He's just his story is so amazing. So I had to share it with you. If you are digging Fear It Goes, leave some comments below. Give us five stars because we love those. And if you have some comments, please go to fearitgoes.com and leave a message there. If you have some show ideas, please do the same and check out what we're up to. Until next week, have an extraordinary day. At Progressive, you can get 24-7 protection, even if you break the space-time continuum. We did it! We time-traveled to yesterday! Wait, Progressive covers us 24-7, but we just created an eight-day week, and it's 24-7 coverage, not 24-8. We gotta go back. Are you joking right now? Shh, I'm calling them. Hi, I have a question about time travel. Progressive offers more than a great price when you bundle home and auto. We offer round-the-clock protection, which literally means anytime. Coverage from Progressive Casualty Insurance Company affiliates and third-party insurers and subject to policy terms. Bundle discount not available in all states or situations.